Welcome to the League 33 Fantasy Football Podcast, brought to you by Tony Buyer Productions. Go to TonyBuyer.com. Hello and welcome to the League 33 Podcast. I'm your host and three-time Sally Bowl winner, Tony Byer. Thanks for tuning in. So excited for another year for the podcast and all the shenanigans that go along with it. My producer, Bobby, he's, I don't know, Bobby, uh, he's, he's somewhere around here. I don't know, maybe, probably, probably not. I don't know. Uh, but another fantasy football season will soon be upon us. It is upon us. Uh, we had the draft last week. We are recording this Wednesday night just before the season. And we had that draft in Dave's big old garage with a whole bunch of sweaty dudes. Uh, yeah, uh, most league owners we were able to attend. That was great. It was good to sweat together, uh, get eat my mosquitoes. It was fun. Uh, we had a couple little technology blips, but we were able to persevere and make it through all of those. So, for this episode, I'm going to do a poorly researched reaction of everyone's draft and briefly talk about the matchups for week one. Now, to help me judge this draft, uh, there was some research put together, and I am skimming, and I mean skimming, the analysis put together by footballguys.com. They're not paying me anything, but their site was free, and I was able to plug my stuff in there. So if they want to pay some to the show, I'll talk about it more. But anyway... I will uh, I'll put the link in for everyone to check out uh, in the show notes, a little more detail there. But the good news with all the grades for the draft is that everyone got passing grades. And again, that's from footballguys.com. Uh, nobody got lower than a B minus. Nice. So without further ado, let's get this bad boy started. First pick, show me your TDs. The Hammer drafted first and was given the best overall grade by football guys. He got an A. His first pick of Christian McCaffrey was no surprise. Hamas got three running backs in the first three rounds, adding Joe Mixon, Clyde Edwards, Heatlayer, along with the CMC uh, moving factory, of course. Damian Harris as well. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to love saying this rookie's name. Chuba Hubbard. Chuba! And Chuba ran, rounded out Hamas's pretty good core of running backs. At quarterback, Hammer snagged Lamar. The indefatigable action jacks. In the fourth, Ann came around and got Mark Andrews, who is regarded by some as a top five tight end, and the dude just got paid by the Ravens. The football guys, however, did not love Hammer's wide receivers, with T. Higgins leading the way for the man for the mills. Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Cooks, who looks like he's going to be getting the ball from Tyrod Taylor to start the year. Uh, Robbie Anderson, he's all right. Uh, but the one guy that intrigues me the most is Jalen Waddell, whom Hammes took in the 13th round. Now, if Jalen is anywhere near as good as Tom Waddell was for the Bears, he may really have something there. It ought to just be one more tip of our hats to, to Tom Waddell of the Chicago Bears and one of the most gutsy performances that I've ever seen. And well, I agree. Hamas is going to pack up the camper and head on over to the island to take on his cousin this week. Like I said, brief talk about the matchups. Pick number two, lots of rooks. Jeremy, a.k.a. JJ, a.k.a. Hooks, a.k.a. The Missile, had himself a pretty fine draft as well. But the football guy's giving the missile an A minus, which not too bad, not too bad at all for the guy from Madtown. Jeremy is relying a little bit on the unknown, as his name suggests with the rookies. He is depending heavily on those rooks, drafting five of them last week. Yeah, 
Uh, he got Najee Harris, uh, Michael Carter at running back. Uh, he's got uh, Jamar. Uh, I'm having trouble catching the ball, and NFL footballs are different than college ones, apparently. Uh, Chase and uh, Devontae Smith uh, at wide receiver. And a guy who could be interesting because he was a beast in college, Kyle Pitts at tight end. Herbie, fully loaded. Is JJ's only QB, which he was good last year. But I think Hooks will be depending on the seemingly unstoppable Derrick Henry. He's a freight train at running back uh, who he took with the second overall pick. And he's going to rely on DeAndre Hopkins at wide receiver as well. The man from Madtown will open up the 2021 season on the road to take on the Mad Minnesotan. Pick number three, famous TDs for 1,000. Joe's team was rated the worst out of all of the teams by footballguys.com. He was given a B minus, which is still pretty good. I would have loved a few more B minuses back in the day. Joe's biggest weakness are his running backs. Antonio Gibson is in the line for more work this year after having a good season last year. Uh, Kenyon Drake was also drafted by Joe in the 11th round. Rookie Rashande Stevenson could be something, and he has multiple miles on his team. I can see for miles and, miles. and Miles Sanders and Miles Gaskin in the backfield. Joe does have a good quarterback crew in the ageless wonder Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford, who should benefit because he's actually now on a real football team, Stafford. At the receiver position is where Joe's team really stands out with Devontae Adams and Justin Jets. He's, he likes those NFC North guys, along with DJ Moore. He's got Henry Ruggs as well, and uh, and a meh, Jarvis Landry. Mo should be able to put up points, like a point, two, couple. Joe's going to have to take a quick break from hunting moose in Alaska to come on down to the north side to take on the Iceman in week one. Pick number four. Beautiful mystery. And speaking of the Iceman, Dave had himself a pretty all right night last week drafting from the number four spot, and he took Nick Chubb with his first selection. Footballguys.com also thought the Iceman did all right, giving Dave a solid B on his draft. At QB, he's got the guy who could have maybe been the Jeopardy guy had the Jeopardy guy actually considered anyone but himself to be the next Jeopardy guy. That is A.A. Ron Rodgers. Rodgers was Dave's fifth-round pick of the draft. He took Austin Eckler and Arthur Juan Brown uh, and also Chris Godwin before him. He got OBJ and PED. Man, Will Fuller. Also Mapletron, who is Chase Claypool, to catch inflated footballs. Uh, the incredible hunk Rodrigo Blankenship will be kicking field goals for the guy trying to win the kicker bet again this year. Iceman is going to take on, as we mentioned, the man from the county seat of Monroe County, Wisconsin, in week one. Number five, D. Pear. Percy was the only one not to draft with all of us, and he had his team picked entirely by computer. And the AI didn't do too bad for Pear, and the football guys agree, giving Dan a solid A- minus on his non-draft draft. The football guys really like Dan's quarterbacks, getting Kyler. It's in the third and taking a flyer on Trevor Lawrence in the 14th. Dalvin Cook with the fifth overall pick was a tiny bit of a steal and Pear got Saquon Barkley in the second after a straight-up glitch initially put him on my team. And I want to say again thank you to everyone for being understanding on that one because Barkley was on my do-not draft list and I absolutely didn't want him. I think I made that clear and I appreciate everybody understanding. Pear got his Buccaneer and Rojo, Ronald Jones, and he's looking a little light in the running back department with only four running backs so far. He got George Kittle, and maybe Gusecki could be an all right uh, tight end for the Dolphins. Who knows? 
Uh, Paris is going to travel just over the bridge to take on me, the man on Mississippi Street. Number six, Sludge. Johnny the Tsunami had an interesting draft, taking three quarterbacks, one of which let's just say, has been in the news this offseason. He got Russell Wilson in the fifth. Uh, Dak? You're saying that I'm whack, but it just ain't so. Prescott in the eighth, and the Texas see that quarterback I was saying. He's like the fourth quarterback on their depth chart right now. It's weird. For a reason, though. It could be said that uh, Mr. Craig likes his Texas boys. Getting Houston's David Johnson. Remember him? Also, Tony Pollard from the Cowboys at running back. Aaron Jones is leading that backfield, though. And he's got Josh Jacobs. He's also got two Cowboy receivers and C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper. So John is doing his best Matty Barr impression with his picks from Dallas. He got a good defense in the Rams, and, well, that's about it. Craig travels over to the mainland to take on his cousin this week. Number seven, Gainwell Hunting. Buck drafted on television from his garage in the wonderfully stinky Carpentria, California. Or Carp, as they call it, I guess. Maybe they should if they don't. Uh, football guys gave him a solid B+. Pretty darn good. And uh, another thing about Buck, he took the first QB off the board with Patrick Mahomes. My new Mahomey. In the second round, his first pick was Zeke. And the third pick was his guy from Chicago, who is... David Montgomery! He also got Keenan Allen. He's got Kareem Hunt, who he could have maybe waited around on, but that's okay. And Adam, round out his top seven. Buck's hoping not to get hockstrapped by TJ Hawkinson at tight end, but if he does, he's got Gronk as a backup. Buck also took the first defense off the board, selecting the Bucks in the 10th round. Like his team name suggests, Aaron took a dart throw on Kenneth Gainwell, And I'm not asking Kenneth for the frequency yet, but in a few weeks, we might. Who knows? Buck's going to hop on a plane or train automobiles some way, shape, or form to take on the man from Denton Street in Dolan. Number eight, barely drunk. I'm at number eight, and the footballguys.com gave me a B, which I'm actually pretty happy with because uh, I don't hate my draft, but I don't love it either. Alvin Kamara in the first round was big. I'm happy with the Riddler in the second and I'm getting the walrus in the third, so I think that's okay. I don't love three out of my four running backs, though, and I'm pretty sure getting failed Bears running back Mike Davis in the fifth round is where the old styles started to uh, take over my uh, my judgment and my draft, and the old styles themselves were just a bad decision altogether. I did draft seven. Yes, seven wide receivers, and I totally reached for Darnell Mooney at the end of the draft because I needed one Chicago Bear on my team. Why? We'll see what happens when I travel to the base of the bluff to take on Pear this week. Number nine, two pounds. Mr. Barr is celebrating someone's weight loss, and he should be celebrating his draft by getting a B from footballguys.com and reveling in the fact that I can't have Justin Fields on my team because he's on his Vic Matthews forced Chicago Cubs fandom in its final year, I might add, is rubbing off onto his fantasy football team because he also took Allen Robinson in the draft. Mr. Barr added Stefan Diggs and also Julio Jones to his receiving core, so it could be good. Taking Travis Kelsey in the first round is a bold move, but it's not a bad pick considering there's like three and a half tight ends worth owning in the league right now, and Kelsey is the best of those. We'll see how Jalen Hurts does as a starter. Uh, He took Chris Carson, uh, and he also got last year's free agent stud, James Robinson, for his running backs. 
Maddie is also going to be rocking a Harry Butker this year in the kicker bet, so there's that too. The Mad Minnesotan travels to Madison to take on the missile. Pick number 10, Pettis Mike Johnson. Last but not least, Dolan rounded out the top 10 of the draft, the last pick in the draft, uh, but he didn't get the lowest score of the draft. He got a solid B with his quarterbacks and his running back selections. Dolan picked up the stallion from Buffalo. I am totally going to miss this guy, Josh Allen. He got him in the fourth round, and he selected seven running backs, which was smart because he had one of his guys, J.K. Dobbins, go out just before the draft with a season-ending knee injury. He also got Jonathan Taylor. He's got the Gus bus. He's got A.J. Dillon. got Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, and Alexander Madison. So Dolan made it clear he wanted the entire backfields of teams from the get-go. At receiver, he's got Tyreek Hill, he's got Scary Terry, Jerry Judy, they are all lining up wide. And Terrace Marshall, who could be a sneaky sleeper rookie wide receiver. Dolan's made a couple moves since the draft, shoring up his tight end spot with a couple of veterans, Zach Ertz and Jared Cook. Dolan's going to travel to the coast to take on Buck to start the year. There you have it, a scantily researched and hastily put together first podcast of 2021. Yep, I'm not really putting the work in which is kind of like my fantasy football draft reminder you guys got in the mail. Those postcards, yeah, yeah. Maximum effort. Good luck to everyone this year. May your backs be mighty, your receivers be handsy, your quarterbacks be steady, and your ends be tight. League 33.